Hey guys, welcome to Faith in Randomness. My name is Elizabeth, and I thought today before we start our discussion, we could at least do an introduction. So, my name is Elizabeth Chongomomba. I'm a final year mechatronics engineering student. I'm the third child of my parents, and I have three siblings. That's that. So, let's get into the discussion. Today, we're discussing if it is possible to overcome sexual sin. And my answer to that is yes. So, I thought we should talk about some practical ways we can overcome it because we've heard maybe through sermons, through teachings, through whatnot and whatnot about the possibility of overcoming sexual sin. But then maybe we haven't heard of practical ways to do it. So I thought, let me put out a few points, a few things that have helped me personally to be able to overcome it. The first thing I'm going to talk about is prayer. It's very important to pray, but then sometimes I feel like we've really, hmm, how can I say it, demean the power of prayer. Yeah, but it's very important to pray. And maybe it's the way that we pray sometimes that makes us feel like um god isn't answering but then when you're praying are you praying to god believing he'll speak to you or you're praying just for the sake of praying there's a difference sometimes when we pray we just feel like god is this you know deity that we just dump on all these requests but without expecting him to speak with us but god wants to communicate with us Prayer is communication with God, so we should communicate with God. Talk to Him, let Him know that you're struggling, you know. For me, that really helped me because I used to pray, you know, just rebuke stuff and all that. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. But then I never had a time in my prayer where I'll just talk to God like the friend that He is to me, like the Father He is to me. I never had time to just, you know, tell him, say, God, today I'm struggling with this. And, you know, so for me, that that's one thing that has really helped me. Talking to God like my friend and expecting an answer and being aware of the fact that he's listening to me. That has really helped um, my faith, increase my faith. And also it has helped me to overcome some of these things because I'm aware that God is listening. One thing that encourages me as well is the scripture in Hebrews 4 verse 15. It says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but one who has been in all points tempted like we are yet without sin. Praise God. That scripture for me, I used to read it, you know, casually, but when I sat down to read it, it really encouraged me. Because when you go back to it and read the part where it says he's been tempted in all points and yet he was without sin. It means God is able to help you and I. He's able to help you when you're struggling. He's aware. He's not oblivious to your struggles. It's not new to him. God as Jesus is, he came down to earth to accept these things that we're experiencing you know but he was able to overcome it so even as we are praying we should be praying with the awareness that God is able to help us 
and God understands what we're going through. Sometimes it's difficult for us to pray well because we feel like he doesn't understand and he's just there to judge us and to condemn us. No, when we pray to him, we should pray being aware of the fact that God understands what I'm going through and because he understands, he empathizes with me and he's able to help me. So that's the first point. The second point is feed yourself with the word of God. I can't overemphasize that enough. It's very important, you guys, for us to feed ourselves with God's word. Most times we pray and just forget about it. You know, I've prayed, I'm clean now. And before we know it, we're going back to the same sin. And it's almost like a cycle, you know. And that's what generates shame in us because one minute I pray, the next minute I'm struggling again. Maybe today I've prayed, two days later I'm struggling. The reason is because we're not feeding our minds, we're not feeding our spirits with God's word. Um, there's a scripture in Matthew 12 that for me stands out as a perfect illustration for the point I'm talking about. Matthew 12 verse 43 talks about um, a man who was prayed for well it says let me read it but the unclean spirit when he is gone out of a person passes through waterless places seeking rest and does not find it 44 says then he goes then he says i will return into my house from which i came out and when he has come back he finds it empty swept and put in order 45 then he goes and takes with himself seven other spirits more evil than he is and they enter in and dwell there the last state of that person becomes worse than the first even so will it be also to this evil generation so for me this is a perfect illustration for this point because it didn't say the house wasn't clean no it was clean it was swept but it was empty it's not enough for you to just pray. What are you feeding your spirit with? Are you empty? Are you void of God's presence? You have no knowledge of his word. God's word is there to help us know more about God. But in knowing about God, we develop a confidence in him. And our faith is increased. So much so that when we go through struggles, we're able to reference to the word of God. Because we know his ability and the only way we're going to be able to do that is by studying his word. We won't know God without studying his word. So it's important that we feed ourselves with things that will edify our spirits. My third point is that we should rebuke it immediately. Don't give a chance. Ephesians 4 verse 26, I believe, it says don't give the devil a chance. Meaning he's looking for chances. No, 27, sorry. Ephesians 4 verse 27 says, Neither give place to the devil. Come on. The devil is relentless and he's always looking for people and places where he can just cause trouble. Where he'll be accepted. Where he'll be given a chance. Yes. He's looking for somewhere where he'll be given a chance. So when those thoughts come into your head, rebuke it immediately. Don't wait for it. Don't let it um, grow. Don't entertain it. Rebuke it immediately and get on with the word of God. Start confessing God's word. Start thinking on things of God. If you have to listen to a sermon, 
concerning how to overcome whatever sexual sin that you're suffering from, whatever sexual sin you're struggling with, sorry. Listen to a sermon. Play some worship music. Whatever will get your mind off it. But don't entertain it. Because if you entertain it, you'll find yourself falling. And my last and final point is community. Get accountability partners. It's very important to have accountability partners. Even though sometimes it's hard because, you know, you don't really know anyone like that. But it's very good for you to have an accountability partner. Because you know how to pray for each other. You know how to look out for each other. It's good to have someone looking out for you. You know? So, those are the things for me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the last point. We should make sure that we're aware of our bodies. Yes, be aware of your body. It's very important. I feel like some people, many young people, maybe now, but... For me personally, it was very, it was not until I got aware of my body that I was able to, you know, keep my defense. I was able to put my guard up against certain things because I was aware of what triggers me. I'm now aware of what triggers me sexually. So I won't just be reckless. I have to be sensitive now to the movies I watch. I have to be sensitive to the music I listen to, to the books I read, to the things I entertain. So as to keep myself pure because that's right now that's what I'm looking to do because I'm not married you know so make sure you're aware of your body be aware of what triggers you and avoid those things so that you'll be able to get on with your life and your spiritual exercises won't end up in futility yeah they'll be fruitful because you're putting in some measures after you pray to keep yourself well god is the one that keeps us but yeah you are putting in some work as well that's helping you through this season of your life thank you so much for listening these are the few things that have helped me in my young life yeah so make sure you follow me on instagram at lizimwamba23 Follow my Facebook page, Relationships and Living. Let's get talking. Let's connect. Let me know about some topics you'd like to discuss. And yeah, it'll be a great thing. Don't forget to share and subscribe as well. See you in the next one.